Hi, this is T. It's Joey. And Kwana. Welcome to Views from the Chicks, the music podcast where we discuss music as it pertains to everyday life. Good evening, good night. Welcome to Views from the Chicks. It's T, and I'm here with... It's Joey, and I'm here with... You're here with Kwana. Hey, hey. ladies. Hi. It's been a minute since we've been together. I yes. know. Yes. Welcome back, T. Welcome back. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank Hope you. Had How was your trip? trip? Um, trip was very good. Um, I went to, like, three different time zones. Went to two different continents. No, same continent. No. China. Thailand, then Bangladesh. Uh, it was really crazy. A long, long trip, long travel, busy, long nights, late night, mm-hmm. early mornings, late nights. Um, it's very exhausting, but it was a learning experience, and I was grateful for the opportunity to go overseas. Mm-hmm. I've never been to Asia, um, so it was really cool. Nice. But yes. Still trying to catch up with the sleep. It's actually tomorrow there now, and oh. I'm, yeah, I'm waking up at crazy hours, so mm-hmm. I haven't um, adjusted my sleep yet. But then it's funny thing, I'll be going back to Asia in two weeks. That's ago. true. So, <laughs> so I don't know if I should really get yeah, used to this. Stay on the time. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> but yeah, how you guys doing? Good. Yes. Doing good. good. Getting ready for my trip as well. Yes. yes. You're going to Tulum. Yes. Whoop I'll whoop. be in Mexico. So I'm so excited. My first time. Ow. Um, So I'm going for a birthday trip. Yes, so birthday trip. Yes. Yeah, so I'm All excited. Dirty 30s. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm excited to just. Get a little bit of rest. You know, mommy needs her rest. Been preparing the family. Like, I'll be going, talking to my daughter. I let her know mommy's mm-hmm. going to go on a trip. Yes. And she's like, I want to come too. And I'm like, <laughs> next time we'll go on a trip together. But this time it's just for me. Yes. Make that very clear. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, okay. And I said, I'll bring something back. And she was like, oh, okay, okay. All right. Cool. Understood. <laughs> Understood. <laughs> yes. yes. See you later. Okay. Yes. Well, yes. I've been 30 for a week, two weeks. Two weeks? No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two weeks. Yeah. About it's, two weeks. I haven't really gotten even time to think about it. So <laughs> you're still it, trying to get some sleep. <laughs> I'm still trying to get sleep. I don't even feel thirty. I don't <laughs> like, know what thirty feels <laughs> like. But here I am. I'm in yes. it. So <laughs> yes. So why are we here today? So we're here today mm-hmm. because we're here to talk about the controversial music festival Fire Fest. It like, was meant to be fire. Yes. <laughs> put out. Kaput. <laughs> but we have a special guest with us here today because he was also featured on one of the documentaries, the Hulu documentary. There's two documentaries. That came out there, one on Hulu and one on Netflix, mm-hmm. and he was featured on the Hulu documentary. We have Felix Vargas here with us. He is event coordinator, events curator, mm-hmm. business owner, multi talented, multi faceted entrepreneur yes. at large. So, hey, Felix. Hey. Hi. Hi. Good. Welcome. Yeah. Thank you for being here with us. Yes. For the record, I've been 31, yeah. <laughs> almost 32. Okay. Yes. You'll see. I mean, I will tell y'all, I I'm, I never had no gray hair before, mm. but like leading up to you got a gray hair. I have I have mad gray hair. <laughs> you do, mad but that was like hair. my coming of age moment. I was like, ah oh, shit. There's no edge control that can handle this gray hair. I'm telling y'all, it's like you ain't about to try to get rid of me like this. No, <laughs> I'm here forever in Cardi B voice forever. Oh my. God. All right. That well, enough about the gray hair. Thank you for joining us. So please, you know, before we get into the topic at hand, let us know a little bit about yourself and what you do, and what you are a part of. Plug yourself. Oh mm-hmm. lord. Uh-huh. <laughs> we got. Time. Don't worry. <laughs> um, 
Where do I begin? I mean, I'm an event professional, mm-hmm. first and foremost. Okay. Um, I co-founded Curated Vibes Group with Catherine, which is how we Yes, Cat's our girl. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, and well. then a little backstory. So Felix and Catherine, they curated our first event mm-hmm. um, with the EQ session. Yes, they did. Um, it's been almost almost a year now, a year ago. Yeah. 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 Wow. Since we yeah. did it almost a year, almost like yeah. an anniversary, yes. Mm-hmm. And they were pivotal in helping our event become successful. So if y'all out there in the NYC, mm-hmm. New Jersey area need someone up. to curate your yes. event, just basically handle everything that you just don't think about when mm-hmm. you're yeah. running an event just yeah, the, like the, the, all the details that you're just you know, like oh who's going to be at the door where are the drinks and right. what are you going to do yeah. and how are people going to come in and what time and yeah things that you're just like oh yes Yes. Are, yeah. This is why <laughs> this people is don't like planning things. Yes. Yeah, right. That's why you hire people. Yes. Definitely a job. Yes. <laughs> it definitely is. It's the fifth most stressful job in the world. Really? Wow. Yes. wow. Event planning. I see. Yeah. I see why. Uh-uh. Oh, it's yeah. bad. I Honestly. can understand. It's yeah. bad. You see all this great hair? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why one is trying to poke through. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Was that always? What piqued that interest mm-hmm. into event curating? Um. Do you want me to be honest? Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Right. So I'm from Dominican. Mm-hmm. My, my parents are Dominican. I was born in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, but my first language was Spanish. Uh-huh. I didn't want to learn English. Um, went to school, was in bilingual class. Finally time to go to high school. Mm-hmm. And I went to a vocational school. Um, I went for aviation. But the aviation mm-hmm. program closed. So I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go for hospitality management. Because it's hospitals. Mm-hmm. Not realizing hospitality was mean, Right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm Dominican. I don't know. Hospital. Hospital. Yes. Right. So I ended up in the hospitality program in high school, Uh not realizing that it was culinary and all this other stuff. Yeah. Oh, shit. All right. Well, then I'm here. I'm not going to say nothing because I'm a little stupid. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Um, But it it worked. Yeah. It's what I like. Like, But you fell into it and you're good at it. I'm really good. I mean. Not right now. No, if you know, you know. <laughs> you know, and and I um I worked in restaurants for many years. One of my favorite jobs is being a server. Mm-hmm. Okay, I love it. You make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you do it right, and it's just there's an art form. There. Mm-hmm. So I love that, and then I. Little by little, started doing events here and there. Started my own events company when I was 18. Oh, wow. Um, right, out, right out of high school mm. and um, did a number of events there, not realizing how successful I was at the time. Mm-hmm. I kind of just said, all right, I don't want to do this anymore. And I right. let that go. Um, did a couple of corporate jobs and then went on to work with a very high-end um, event designer, Mark mm-hmm. Wilson. Mm-hmm. And from there, my career just kind of took off. I've done events for J-Lo. I've done events for uh, Magic Johnson. Wow, for dope. Williams, yeah. For Essence Magazine. Wow. Apollo Theater. You know, mm-hmm. so I've, I've I've been around. I'm still young, but I've been around. So you've been around. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. So you have and plenty more to go. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so at a young age, knowing that you wanted to start your own business, like what advice would you give to someone who's looking to go down that path? Um, As cliche as (laughs) it's going to sound, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. I had a conversation yesterday, actually. We were out to brunch, and I was talking to my brother and his partner. And his partner is a little skeptical about a lot of things. And I'm like, get rid of that skepticism. That will stop you, and it'll hinder any of your plans. Just just go for it. And you'll never know if you don't do it. That's the thing. I wake up sometimes, and I'm like, oh, I want to do this. When I got my car, I woke up one day, I was like, I want a car. Right. I went to the dealer and got a car. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. Wow. <laughs> just do it. On that just level. Do it. I yeah. know, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, whatever it is that you want to do, you just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because once you do it, mm-hmm. you'll figure it out. Right. That's true, though. It, it won't be easy, true, yeah. but you'll figure it out, yeah, especially if you're passionate about it. And if you're not passionate about it, 
it won't follow through and that's okay. Yeah. yeah. You that's just so move on to the next one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then if not, like, you know, um, they always say your dreams will haunt you. Mm-hmm. You just have to pursue it or it's just going to keep haunting you and you're going to be thinking about and having that question, mm-hmm. what if? Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So that's dope. That's yeah. good great, advice. Great answer. Good advice. Yeah, I like that. So, Kwanik, let's get into the topic. So, yes. Fire Festival, music festival that was supposed to happen in the Bahamas. It's yes. supposed to be this exclusive thing. Can you please tell the people about what that is exactly? Okay. So, two documentaries were released recently. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who don't know, one on Netflix, one on Hulu. Fire Fraud was Hulu, and then Fire was on Netflix. So um, basically the Fire Festival was meant to be a luxury festival. So luxury, I mean, <laughs> over the top, mm-hmm. on a private island in the Bahamas. The cabanas. So, cabanas and villas and, and sushi. And celebrities. And celebrities, celebrities and models and, and influencers. Influencers and all this. Yachts. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> cocaine. Exactly. Oh, I'm just kidding. Well, you know, oh, I'm, oh, I'm, oh, I'm being oh, honest. Oh, okay. right. Yes. <laughs> Dranks upon drinks. <laughs> like, not crack. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> not the cheap stuff. Because mm-hmm. it's but, whack. Yeah. Luxurious. Oh, you know, over the top. And the CEO who was running, well, I guess investing, trying to get investor funds mm-hmm. for the fire festival. His name is Billy McFarland. McFarland. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, he is currently in jail, actually, because the investor funds that he so-called secured, he was not getting them legally. He also was lying about a lot of just funds in general, basically telling investors that, okay, we, you're going to make your money back. Mm-hmm. We are making this much amount on tickets, on villas, blah, blah, blah. on promising blah, 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 blah promising money, promising mm-hmm. payment. And nobody got paid. Yeah. Nobody. And he had, and like, to be honest, the reason why a lot of people believed in him is like he, if you see this guy talk, he has a gift of gab. His, like, even his smile when I see him, he looks just like a mm-hmm. car salesman. Well, like, to me, he's he a looks, con, con to me, he, yeah. He to looks me, like a con artist. Yeah. Well, what I personally got from the documentaries, and I think everybody should watch yeah. it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it is just very interesting just to see, um, just to see what happened. Because I remember when this came out in the news, um, what was it, last year, 2017? Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, all the memes and on Twitter and everyone yeah. making fun of The one it. of Ja Rule with his face. Yeah. <laughs> He's running, running in the jungle like yeah. Jumanji. Like, <laughs> like yeah. it, it was funny. Everyone's yeah. laughing yeah. like, oh, you know. And then now you, realize, you just think it's mm-hmm. like, you know, rich people got got. Yeah. And you're just like, ha, ha, yeah. ha. Like, you know, yeah. if you thought that was going to be a thing, like, yeah. you know, you're just laughing at mm-hmm. it. But until I saw the documentary, then I realized like, no, he went through lengths upon lengths upon to lengths make this happen, but it wasn't scam. going to. It wasn't really gonna like. And basically, what happened is these people who bought their tickets, they got there, and it was a fucking shit show. Yes. Mm-hmm. they no they, food, no food, no, no, no water, beds, no, no beds. Everything was wet. Yeah, there was base. They were basically staying in hurricane tents. Mm-hmm. People were stuck in the airport. Yeah. They were finishing up building everything as people got there. They weren't even prepared for people. The <laughs> mm-hmm. amount of people that were coming. It was just a shit show. So with that, so we watched the documentary. Mm-hmm. Yes. You were a part of the documentary, mm-hmm. a part of the festival. Mm-hmm. So give us the inside scoop, like your take on the whole thing. Who approached you? Who approached me? So there's, um, you know, I've been in the industry for a while, mm-hmm. in the event industry. And Mark Wilson, the guy that I worked with before, okay. Um, was like, hey, there's this festival going on in the Bahamas. Mark Musters, who's like another top tier event pro- mm-hmm. professional in New York, he needs help. Are you available? Are you willing to do it? I was getting out of a contract like literally two weeks after I got mm-hmm. that phone call. So I was like, you know what? It just it goes hand in it hand. Clicks. It right. makes got sense. You. Um, 
I get the phone call from Mark, Mark Musters. It was on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. He was like, we need you in Miami on Tuesday. Oh, And huh? I was like, well, okay, All that's right. fine. So Pretty I close. go home. I pack. I'm like, how long am I going to be there for? Yeah. They don't know. No one tells me anything. So I'm like, all right, it's a little weird, okay. but okay. cool. So that's weird if you don't get <clears throat> proper information up front? Yes. Okay. Because that is. was one of my other questions. Yeah. Like, okay, what were you guys told originally? But, well, yeah. we, we had gotten contracts, okay. right? Okay. So I had my contract. I had every, everything seemed very legit. legit. Okay. And the contract was to the T. Like, it had everything okay. Okay. that you needed. So it seemed real. I said, okay, in the, in the event world, anything can happen. It's just a little kind of all over the place. You got to be flexible. So I was bit. like, you know what? I'm just going to pack my suitcase mm-hmm. as if I was going to be there for about a month. That's what I did. Mm-hmm. I fly down to Miami. On that Tuesday, and I remember walking into the war room, and I was like, okay, this is going to be really interesting. Mm. But that's how my involvement began with fire. Okay. What did yeah. you, what, what about it seemed interesting at that, at that moment? The level of disorganization. Mm. Um, I didn't have a clear understanding of who was who in the room. Okay. It's like they introduced okay. me to everyone, but it was like, this is so-and-so, this is that. Yeah. It was like 15 so of us you're in like, the room. So what do you do? <laughs> right. You know, so it's kind of like, and I, and I said to myself, this is, again, normal, because when you do events, it's crazy. Right. So I said, I'm just going to sit back and kind of observe and see what's going on and, you know, just see where I can kind of jump in and help. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did for like the first maybe three days. Oh, for the first three days, and you just jumped in and helped? I just, yeah, I just, whatever they needed, Mm -hmm. I did. It was almost like an errand boy. Wow. I was just running around doing whatever they wanted me to do. So then what happened after the three days? Is that when things got real? (laughs) Well, well, here's what happened. After the three days, they're like, all right, we're going to send you back to New York because Mm -hmm. we need uh, Mark Musters, the guy that hired me, or the one that brought me on board, said I need a couple of things for my workshop. Mm -hmm. Mind you, so I was the uh, assistant creative producer. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mark Musters was the creative producer. Okay. Right, so right. what that meant was we were the ones in charge of the tents, put the interior of the tents, so the beds, oh. the seating, the linen. All so that. in that moment, yes. did you guys were you guys aware that it would be tents and not villas, as yeah. he was saying? Well, okay. And okay. I, I mean, I, and also that, just for <laughs> okay. just for listener wise, when when you hear tents, um, think camping. I'm thinking camping. You're, you're thinking camping, but basically what. Um, was promised on the fire festival site was luxury tents, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. not a tent like you're going out to the woods and gonna go camp. Gotcha. This right. was supposed to be a tent like beautiful linens and mm-hmm. nice sitting area mm-hmm. and a bed and a bed fr- like a beautiful luxury tent. And it, it would have been that. It would be. It would have. Oh, it had to be. It would have been. Oh, listen, it would have so been. So tell that. us. So here's the thing. I'm in charge. I'm a professional, right? Mm-hmm. And I know good things when I see it. So. I was tasked with doing the tent interiors. Mm-hmm. I purchased the beds. Mm-hmm. I purchased the linen. I purchased anything and everything that went in there. That I was purchased. Me. Got you. Ben McRoberts, who was my roommate and um, worked with me as, as another assistant, he was on the ground building the bar, building oh, wow. all the anything that needed to be built. He mm-hmm. was there. He was there doing it. And then we okay. had the tenting company doing the tents. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest with you, the whole relief tent thing, it was funny when I heard it because... We were told that although they may look like relief tents, they were custom designed for mm. that festival. event. Mm. Yeah, but okay. that wasn't the case. That, that was, was a lie. And then you were like, "Nah, that's a relief." <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, and then I mean, think, think about you wow. just seeing that, knowing like, okay, I'm supposed to be getting credited for this work that's going to be put in these tents, and now yeah. look at them. You know what I mean? Right. So, so when did you see the tent? Well, oh. <laughs> So we <laughs> let it out. That, that well. was like a whole nother. Look, honestly, this podcast should be like six hours. Right. We got time. But basically, the, the 
we saw the tent in a picture and then we needed to, because you saw in the documentary, it was yes. all gravel. Oh, yeah. Yes. It was all gravel. There was no sand. No. So no. I'm thinking I'm going to a site with sand. Mm. And stuff. The first day I walked into that site, I'm like, how are we going to put tents here? Yeah. And, you know, the, 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 the wind will knock it out. Yeah, so we literally had to drill holes into wow. the gravel and the concrete so that to kind of hook the tent in. And we had one tent there, and it was a makeshift tent just to see how it would hold up. Mm-hmm. We left it there for like about three days, and it was it was okay. Once we started installing all the tents, some of them would fly off. Mm. <laughs> oh, shoot. Wow. You know, but but again, these things happen. Right. right. And so as you event try and make it work. You make it work. And you had extra tents. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, the, the bedding, everything is ordered. And mm-hmm. I just did air quotes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Mind you, this is all on my Amazon account, on my Wayfair account. Like, yeah. all of my accounts is what I used for. So you had to use your own accounts? I, I didn't have to, but I did. Yeah. Because I'm like, we just have to get it done. Right. Yeah. And then you, you know, know you're going to get reimbursed. Exactly. Right. Yes. Hmm. Well, I mean, you should have <laughs> Right. <laughs> right. Um, okay. So I'm purchasing everything that's needed. Now, mind you, we're purchasing in America. Mm-hmm. We need to get it to the Bahamas. Yes, it has yeah. to go through customs. Through customs. It, whole nother. Yeah. Another situation. Yeah. So oh, have, I have a story about from the Netflix <laughs> guy. Cause th- did you see that? Listen, okay, can okay. we get to that? Yes. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that, that part. Yeah, we'll get to that. I was like, whoa. When I was, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. Let's go in chunks. Let's go in chunks. We need, to, we need to realize what was true and what wasn't true right, in the please. documentary. Okay. And who was behind both documentaries. Okay, got it. That's a really big thing. That's very true. I think that's why I didn't really... I wasn't that inclined for the, but we'll we'll get there. Well, (laughs) okay. So basically, um, the promo video that was made for the fire festival, the one that showed all the models and the beaches Mm -hmm. and, you know, the private island and Pablo Escobar and blah, 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 all that stuff. That was made by the company Fuck Jerry. Yep. Jerry Media. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They also produced the Netflix documentary Correct. so i'm pr- and i didn't know that until after i watched that documentary so i was like okay so there's probably some things in there mm-hmm. that are a little like because eh. they were the most people for the most part that's involved in the influencing aspect so yes. of course they want to go to oh that's how they were able to, to use all those imageries of all the models and everything yes. in the in the, their documentary in their documentary mm-hmm. okay got that's it why they and they had all the back stuff. they had the, all the footage of like behind the scenes of yes. them at the because parties because they were actually they they were were filming they were okay. there mm-hmm. gotcha yes. okay gotcha and then so can you let everybody know who was um in in charge of the hulu documentary so yeah. it was um cinemark Cinemark? Okay. Cinemark, so just so you know, Cinemark, and the reason why I signed on to Hulu is Cinemark is the one that did um, the Trayvon Martin story. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they also did the Khalif Browder story. Okay. Okay. Both gotcha. of which I love. Okay. Right. So when they called me, I was like, yeah. They're like, they I want you. They want you. Yeah, I want to yes. do you. Yeah. So, yeah. so did you get approached by both? Yes. Oh, I you did? did. Oh. Yeah. So what made you chose? I knew who was behind the first one. The Netflix who was one. Who was, were they both recording at the same time, though? Or did they just... I, that I don't know. I wonder if, like, the Netflix, they were just like, oh, they're doing a documentary, let's do ours. That I don't know. To... I, never re- I never responded to the Netflix inquiry. Why? Though. Okay. Because Why? I knew because who was behind look, it. They were a part of it. So... They did all that promo that everyone yeah. saw. They mm-hmm. did. But it wasn't... That's cool. Mm-hmm. You're hired to yeah, do that. Right. You do it. But now when your client is telling you to delete comments and to move things and and you don't that's unethical to me yeah right and they went ahead and did, did that it. yeah they deleted comments yeah. they all the questions that they well were they admitted asked. on the documentary that they deleted they did they did they didn't deny it but mm-hmm. but yeah. you it's like <laughs> uh, okay. because i mean after watching the net which made me want to watch the hulu one after watching the netflix documentary i know i felt like well i mean if y'all were involved like, maybe y'all know more than you guys are saying that mm-hmm. you knew. Because if 
And as someone working there, if you're telling me that we're putting on an event and now you have people online who are buying tickets and they're asking questions like, mm-hmm. hey, I don't have my my flight mm-hmm. or information. Hey, like, mm-hmm. where are we staying? Do you have pictures of the island? And right. then you're just, like, deleting right. things. You shouldn't. You know something. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. That would already spark, like, wait, my boss is telling me that mm-hmm. I need to start deleting comments. Off? Right. Like, why? Why am I doing I this? And it's not even just delete comments, yeah. period. It's questions. There, it's, like, people questions, have questions. Like, important ones. Right. So, Very important And I'm question. deleting these. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. That, that is unethical. spark, like, mm-hmm. something is wrong here. Yeah. Understood. Mm. Yeah, I also didn't want to film or be on film with some of the people that were on the Netflix one. Mm. Oh, because you know them personally. Yes. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And then you guys, so yeah, just everybody don't. just crossed. Everyone's just phony. Oh, really? <laughs> A lot of them. Yeah. A lot of them? Yeah. Okay, okay. Understood. Yeah. Understood. Okay. Wow. So tell us about, okay, so your journey from Miami to the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. And then when you got to the Bahamas, explain that experience <laughs> to us after the whole tent fiasco. Well, yeah. listen, going from Miami to the Bahamas to begin with was beautiful mm-hmm. because we took a private jet. Mm-hmm. So oh, I'm so like, you got I'm, some of the experience. Oh, yes. oh <laughs> listen, let me tell you something. I tell everybody, Fire Festival, it was one of the best and worst experiences of my life. Mm-hmm. Because really? I did things at, in the Bahamas or between Miami and the Bahamas that I would have never done. I'm really? not rich. Yeah, you know? I'm wow. not rich. And having so like, that yeah. position mm-hmm. where I'm working directly with Billy, with Mark Musters, with all these people that are in charge, right. I had access to all of these things. So gotcha. I will never, like, that yeah. was great. Right. Mm-hmm. So I remember going into, we got to the airport and, um, they're like, yeah, we're getting on that plane. I was like, oh, my you God. Like, yeah. You know, you have to keep, Yo. keep it cool. Mind you, I was the only black guy. Really? I was the only black person. Wow. Well, there was there was another black girl, but she was kind of white. She was a little, I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and she came in a little after. She oh, wasn't there. Okay. Like, you mm. weren't there in the trenches, girl. Right. Okay. It, was, it was just you and Ja Rule? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> we got to get to Ja Rule. Okay, well, we'll get there. Go ahead. Okay. You got to go on the Yeah, it was all private jets and it was a lot of good food you know it was it was nice yeah, yeah. so that's really, gonna really give really you nice. an impression that okay, oh yeah this, this is, is about to be, be yeah. legit but not only that when i got my first paycheck because that's the other reason why i took the job the pay was great oh. so i was like with this money i can literally pay off my bills throughout the summer mm-hmm. i can focus on building my own brand right and not have to work for anyone and because wow. i did a lot gotcha. of freelance True. at the time yeah True. so i got the first paycheck and i was like wow Oh, it's real. Wow, Mind yeah. you, my mom was like, I don't think they're going to pay you. I don't think they're going to pay you. And then when the payment came in, I was like, like, oh, okay. like wow. they paid me. Maybe they paid okay. you. Okay, you okay, know? okay. So okay. It, there were a lot of things that I you know, believe. So I get to the Bahamas, and um, there was a lot of partying on their end. Like, mm. it, everything just okay. seemed kind of slow. It's like, I'm, mm. I, I work. Yeah, like, they I, had different focus. Yeah, everyone's okay. focus was different. So I was there, and there was a, a nice core group of us that was like, Every day on our laptops doing stuff. Mind you, the Wi-Fi is not that great out there, so yeah. it's like how I do know. You, yeah, how do you <laughs> manage to do this? And I had to use my phone to mm-hmm. call America, international, which international, yeah. international fees. Yeah, yeah, that's a whole nother story. Very expensive. Very expensive. You don't know how much money I owe Sprint still. To wow, this day. wow, because yeah. of that situation. Because of that situation, wow. they never pay me. You know, they never reimburse. Mm. So, how that. did your um, going back to your payment? Because I, when I was watching the documentary, some people they got like a certain percentage up front, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then once the festival was completed, they were supposed to get another percentage. Mm-hmm. Where was your contract similar, or you no. got a one time? Nope. Okay. No, I wish I had a one time. Mm. Oh, <laughs> yeah. been done enough. I wouldn't be here. I'd be home. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't care. I don't need to tell my story. I got paid. I'm good. I got paid. Yeah, right. Yeah, no. Um, I was. It was every every other week. So every two weeks, I would get paid. Oh, okay. So you yeah. were on like a salary, like like a, a salary. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because so, you were under that the other guy. Fire Media. Right. Yeah. Well, I was oh. under Fire Media. Oh, you the were. The other guy brought me in, but I was under Fire Media. Okay. Wow. Oh, yeah. So when did the payment stop? I think I got 
two and a half payments, mm-hmm. maybe. That's about it. Wow. Yeah. Just two and a half. Just wow. two and a half. Okay. So then, okay, so you only got paid two and a half. So now walk us through this. You, you're on the jet, the private jet. You're going to the island. People are partying. Island. People are partying. I was staying at Grand Isle. Mm-hmm. Which is like mm-hmm. the super luxurious mm-hmm. villa, mm-hmm. and I had it to myself. What? And I was like, "Oh, I've to never yourself? seen any." Wow! Listen, it was great. <laughs> I, w- I wish I would have enjoyed it more than, yeah. than like the way other. If people If you would have known, yeah. right? You would have been like, "Yo, yeah, I'm going in." People were by the pool. It was great. Yeah. It was wow. Um, so when did reality hit? Um, reality hit every day. To mm-hmm. be honest with you. Oh, it just kept getting... It, it kept so, getting... Okay. Wor- I kept seeing... The signs were there. Okay. You okay. know, but again, my integrity and event professional... I, the other people that were involved were high-level event professionals, too. Right. So okay. for me, it was like, I need to do right by them because mm-hmm. when they see the way I work, yeah. they'll want to hire me in the for future other. for I other mean, events. I mean, yeah, that's yes. true. You know, like, the, let me make work. sure I'm on my P's and Q's. Exactly. I mean, one of the guys is the one that does Burning Man. So I'm oh, like, wow. you know. Really? Yeah. Again, I don't, I'm not really into festivals and we'll talk but, about yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't care. You fly me out to do Burning Man, I'll do it. Sure. Right. Like, it's cool. Yeah. Um, so every day it was something, something new. And we kept, going you know, along. going and, and figuring it out okay. as we went along. But then, Probably a week before it was like mm. this is not gonna happen. No. Maybe two weeks. So before, you so you didn't stay until the actual festival was gonna happen. I did the whole. Thing. Oh, so you were. So there. remember, this was a two weekend festival, yes. and I don't think they talk. Do they say that in the documentary? No, they don't. They don't. It was they a two weekend. They just said it was kind of like Coachella. So they Coachella. said it yeah. in Hulu. They didn't they, say yeah. Netflix, but no, but they didn't really get into get it. into that. Yeah, the right. specifics of what the two festival. Weekends. Okay. Yeah. So. So you were there for weekend one. Right. The only weekend that kind of yeah. Yeah. Not really. Yes. So when all the, you know, the attendees were coming in, where were you? Because I, because oh. I knew, because I heard it rained the night before. It rained the night and before. And then everything I was mean, just. It poured. It poured. So what were you thinking as an event planner? It poured the night before. You have all these people coming in. You already know what these tents look like. They're not really going to get their luxury tents. Mm-hmm. That's the thing about having and then, on an island, too. Well, they were never going to get a luxury tent to begin with. No, never. <laughs> so that's, it was like so, a false. So, all right. That. So I, I have a quick question before you answer that. Um, I'm pulling up a text, by the way. Oh, okay. From, from that night. Oh, <laughs> okay. Get it. You were in charge of the luxury, quote unquote, luxury tents. Mm-hmm. So when you see people building and you're putting it together and you're seeing like, wow, this is not turning out to be what I thought it was going to mm-hmm. be. This is not, like, this is just becoming a disaster. Did you have the access to say anything to Billy or to the team? Yes, the team? I did. Because I'm, I'm very vocal. Yes, yes. You know, and, and I wouldn't feel right if I didn't say anything. Right. Yes. So I was very vocal about it, specifically to Mark Musters, who was my direct boss, because yes. he was the one in our team. And I'm right. like, I'd rather go through him first instead yes. of going to Billy or anyone else, because yeah. right. I'm not going to freak anyone out. Talk to your out. boss, yeah. And... The general consensus was everything is going to be fine. Let's think positive. Hands, it'll be positive. Be positive. Okay. And, and literally, I was told that once by Mark Musters. He's like, you're always so negative. Like, just be positive. And I'm just looking at him like. Like negative reality. How the hell am I right, what reality are you yeah. living in? Right. You know, like. You're like, you mean, I'm just trying to be when, real. When he told me that, I kind of, I was a little taken back. And I was like, wait a minute. Maybe this is not. Mm. Maybe they're all in on this. Yeah, like maybe I mean, this is like a sick joke. Yeah, like, that's what it felt like. Oh, okay, okay. That's what okay. it felt like. Wow. So, I, you know, after that day, I was like, ah, okay, maybe I should just chill out a little bit and just kind of go with the flow, well, do what I need you, to do. And, but, but, yeah. Don't just know, like, you knew in the back of your head yeah. this ain't going on. Yeah. All right, so take us to the night before. The night what before, happened? We worked so much. Like, we were, oh, man, that day. Are you still in your luxury villa? 
Well, <laughs> the night it, before. I just want to know. I, I was. So mind you, so here's the thing. We, um, the cottage that we were staying in, because remember, we were on the island way before. Yeah, you were there for a month. There yeah. were all these Airbnbs still available and everything. So where we stayed was about 45 minutes away from the actual festival Venue. site. Okay. Um, which oh, I loved. Far. Oh, no, I loved it, though. Oh, I loved okay. it because I was away from everyone. The, the war room was like in that direction. And yeah. I hardly ever went to the war room because okay. it was a lot of the, everyone was just talking. Yeah. Right. I can't focus if I have it's all the time talking. Yeah. yeah. So um, we're at the site. That night, I rolled my ankle, I remember. And oh, I'm like shit. limping around this entire... That was a sign. Oh, it was so bad. <laughs> that was a sign. It was oh, so no. bad. And I'm limping around everywhere, and we're trying to get stuff done. Mm. 3 a.m. comes, and Ben and I are like, let's just go home. Wow. We, we're tired. But here's the thing. I made it a point to have, what was it, 983 tents mm-hmm. ready right. for the first batch of people that were coming in. Right. Those tents were ready mm-hmm. with what we had. Gotcha. Okay. You know, it, it wasn't the luxury stuff, yes. but people had a place to sleep. Mm-hmm. We had a lift. Mm-hmm. We knew where people were going. Right. Okay. At this point, it, it the whole luxury thing went out the window. So it's like if you whatever you pay, I don't care what you pay yeah. for. You're gonna ha- get you. You have sick. somewhere to sleep, to sleep at least. That was my 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 main concern. Mm-hmm. Yes, we had that. 3 a.m. comes around. As we're driving, it starts to rain. Nothing crazy, just light. Okay. Soon as we park the car outside of the house, we sit in the porch, smoking. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it was it was stress. stress. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you need we like need, I need, need to, to just, like yes. let's sit in this rain <laughs> ambiance right here. Yes, yes. Because yes. rain like, is soothing. Mind mm-hmm. you, my our cottage was right across the street from the beach. Oh, okay. So it was like because you, like, see, the, you, see, uh, yeah, you see the fucking you see everything. You, like, I saw that one lightning strike. Oh, you're like oh shit! Sure. It hit one of the generators, so the, all the lights went out. Uh-huh. Which was typical. It happened. It maybe happened yeah. once or twice while okay. we were there. Yeah, so yeah. In the islands, the electricity goes out all the time. All the time. It's nothing. It happens. It's cool. Yes, like, yeah, it's, it. it's very, yeah. So we're just sitting there, and then it just begins to downpour. And I was like, wow, oh, this shit. is crazy. I'm like, I don't know if those tents are going to hold up. So <laughs> wow. Ben and I are there like, but question, oh, my God. When you guys were putting up these tents, no one thought about the weather, like the possibilities. And like what month was this happening in? This was um, April. April. Mm-hmm. Okay, so okay, April. It's not, hurri- it's, not hurricane. Hurricane. it's not hurricane. It's not hurricane season. season. It's not hurricane. But it also but had not rained a lot either. Like while we were there, it didn't rain that, yeah. which is weird because you know in the Caribbean it rains all yeah. the time. Yeah, it does. Yeah, but and in had- the in the Caribbean they've been having like dry season, and right. it's only been raining like in the winter time. Right. So depends it's, on what right, area. Yeah, yeah that was depends. God. Yeah, that was God. That was God. It was like. But then also, well, look at look at look at this real quick, right? The tech to the to the producer, right? I sent them this text. I said. I'm not gonna say his name. Mm-hmm. Honestly, talk them into canceling this thing because of an act of God. This is like a blessing in disguise. Sorry for not staying in my lane, but now I'm even more skeptical. Mm-hmm. He texted me back. He said, "Understood. It's not my final decision." I said, "I understand." Mm-hmm. I left it at that, mm-hmm. but I said it. You said right? It? Yeah. I you got it off your chest. It. I had to get. So once you saw that downpour, mm-hmm. you were like, "Please, this is the last." Yeah. yeah. Let's see if we can cancel this. Please. That's crazy. Drove back down. Mm-hmm. Slept for like maybe an hour, mm-hmm. an hour or two. Drove back wow. down. We get there, and I saw a couple of people with luggages, and I was like, "Where are these people coming from?" Like, because wow. here's the thing: what what a lot of people don't know is that Ben and I, who were literally in charge of the site, mm-hmm. had no idea when people were flying in. Oh. No one we told you? No. We would ask what? and no one had an answer for us. So we had no idea what time people were coming in and we would ask all the time. And it's like, no, That's we don't know. That's vital well, information. It's yes. The, it's like, when do important. we need to have this done by? Exactly. When so, are people arriving? Which is why we worked so many hours the night before because mm. it's like, we don't know what time people are arriving. Oh, wow. God. So there were people that arrived on the chartered plane and some people just arrived on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, 
when I get to the site, I see some of these people lingering there at the gate. And I'm mm. like, I don't know what's going on. Right. But let's just go in. So we go in. Everything is wet. Mm-hmm. Everything is soaked. And Sophia, the other black girl, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> was running around. She's like, well, we just need to get them dried. So there was one laundromat in the island, on the island, or at least on that side of the island. Oh, and shit. we literally had to strip all the beds oh, and take them. Um, to, to take it, but the, the mattresses like so the so mattresses, mattresses were so. But we were hoping that they would dry, dry up by the time by the time that people would come time. in. So wow. then we learned that the first flight came in like at five or six a.m. Mm-hmm. Wow. and they drove them to that other location. That is so early, yeah, the so they, the bar the house exactly, and yes. everybody got drunk and everybody got drunk, drunk and they were there. So it kind of bought us some time. Six p.m. comes around mm-hmm. and. You know, I'm like, let's just, we had a whole maintenance company there right. from the island, and they were redoing all the beds mm-hmm. in the tents wow. that had gotten wet. I'm like, we still need mattresses, and we still had a truck coming in. Oh so gosh. I see my truck coming in mm-hmm. with more mattresses. Cool. Behind that truck, I see the yellow school bus. And then I'm oh, like, I'm like, what are these yellow school buses? I didn't know they were yellow school buses. Oh and I was like, God. what are these, what's going on? <laughs> it was the people, and I was like, Fuck. people are coming in. So <laughs> oh my God. I called Ben and I'm like, Ben, turn around. Because like you could see, it, it was kind of wow. like on a hill. Yeah. So I could see him down. I was like, turn around. You're going to see the bus. He was like, what the fuck is that, Felix? And I'm like, it's the bus. Oh my God. People, People oh my come gosh. in and you see, and That's you can so, hear them. They're wow. drunk. They're yeah, drunk. They're yeah, they were drinking. Oh my God. Yeah. And you know, some yeah, yeah. <laughs> when they're drunk, they're a little when they're obnoxious, drunk, right? So they were like yelling yeah, out the window listen. and like, "What is this?" and blah blah blah. So they we get went to there. a PWI, so we know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. all too well. So bad. Like, wow. wow. So they get to the blue house, which uh-huh. you see on mm-hmm. in both documentaries. Yeah. yeah. So where that blue house is, I was to the right of it. Ooh. Literally, there, and I'm like, and I'm standing there, and Mark Musters, the guy that hired me, is standing in front of me. And we're just standing there. It's like yeah. it's almost like sh- what do you do? do? Yeah. What do you do? Like what do you, what do you do? say to these now, people? Yeah, now we have all these people. Again, um, what was his name? He was on my documentary uh-huh. on the Hulu one. He and I were the ones that did the room assignment. So uh-huh. he had a list and okay. we knew Oh yes, I know. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh yeah. Mike. Yes. No, Nick. Nick. Yes. Sorry. He said that he what he did have a system going, he was he checking had, people yeah. in. And then the guy But we came. didn't have the manpower though. That's the problem. Okay. Because the concierge people literally came in the night before or two nights before and they were staying on a cruise ship that was like Oh, so they just had people all yeah. over the day. Okay, place. so my so okay. no organization, Jeez. no organization, oh, none at all whatsoever. Yes. That's what the biggest problem was. It was yeah, no organization. No. You can't put together a festival in a month of that and a half. size. No, no not you in can't. a month and a half. What they also didn't show in the documentaries is that they had two other production companies that they hired well in advance, mm-hmm. and they both got fired, which is when I was oh. hired. So everyone oh. was relatively new. Oh, and we okay. were picking up the pieces from yeah. what the other. So no one knew the information from the beginning. Everybody was just getting it by piecemeal. Yeah. Wow! And then oh. you're firing them, and then yeah. you're hiring people to. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is what we have. Go ahead and do it. Okay, mm-hmm. you're gone now too. Yeah, Billy liked firing people. Oh, okay. I, I, I saw that, that in the. He just he fire, 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 mm-hmm. fire, wow. fire, and then hires. Like I'm like, yeah. this guy is crazy. Okay, I want to talk about one of the moments on the documentary, mm. the Netflix <laughs> one about, um, I don't know the guy's name. Andy. King. Andy. Andy. <laughs> yes. Okay, wait, tell me what, tell, tell me what okay, happened because so, I didn't watch that one. So Andy, what what is his purpose on the... He came in, what was it that, that he said on the Netflix one? He said something about he was um, Billy's whisperer or something like he would <laughs> Yeah, he was of, like a mentor. Yeah, he was a mentor and he yeah. vouched for him to all these people to in, right. help them to invest into him and yes. all this other stuff. So, this guy, what's his name again? Andy. 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 Okay, so Andy, I'm watching the documentary, right? So Andy's like, yes, <laughs> yeah. you know. I was like, why would he, he was tell in charge story? of? He's in charge of what? He's like, oh, I don't know how much this matters or if, what, if it's going to hold up anything or if it makes sense to even talk about this, but I'm going to talk about it. He's like, he um, 
he was in charge of getting the Evian water mm-hmm. to the... Well, he, he got a phone call that the water was stuck at Customs. Yes, the water was stuck in Customs. As and everything else. As, mm-hmm. as, as <laughs> you know, like your linens from mm-hmm. Amazon everything. didn't come through. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. so so he said Billy was telling him, like, oh, we need you to... We need you to... Um, take one for the team. Take one for the team. And then he's like, well, what do you mean? He's like... He's like, I've been taking them for the team the whole time. <laughs> and then what he, else do you want me so to do? So, obviously, this guy, his, you know, sexual orientation, he's, you know, he's, he's gay. gay. Mm-hmm. And then the guy who's in charge of customs in the Bahamas, I guess, is... He's I don't not, think he was. You don't no? think he was gay? Okay, but he was That's alluding to the fact... You wanted him to sleep with him to get the water? So, he said, he said, he was Girl. like, oh, um, I'm going to need you to go down to the office and suck his dick. Mm-hmm. So that water. so like he, he could release, release so he could release water yeah. from custom. So he was like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe!" And this like, man he, is he like, said this wow. on the documentary. He yeah, did. he said this he on the documentary. Story. And he the did. guy was like, "Honestly, I, you know, gathered my bearings and I actually went down to his office." Knowing that I was going to suck his dick <laughs> to get that Avion water <laughs> for those kids, he those said, rich white he kids. Went home. He said he went home. He took a shower. Yes, had some mouthwash. Mm-hmm. Got in his car. Scar? Yes, and he was on his way. Ready to, to suck this man's dick? What he needed for to some do water for to the get water. it through customs? So many questions. <laughs> well, but no, but the main question is how true is that? Yeah, oh. like so. But why would he just say that to? Because number one, <laughs> I'm like number one. Like, we just going around sucking dick to get water. Exactly. Right. I mean, like, where are we but now? But, why, but <laughs> I'm like, hold on. And my and when I was hearing when I was watching this document and we got to that part, I had to pause it because I had to think for a second. Because at that time, I'm like. You already know that this festival is going down in flames. You right. already know so that. So you're willing. But you're still willing to have someone call you up yeah. and basically say, I need you to use your body <laughs> to go get something out of customs for a festival that I know is already going down in flames. Yeah. I was like, but hmm. more importantly, it's for water. You ain't asking for some filet mignon. I like, know. You're asking for bottled water, my dude. He should have his dick for the sheets. Like, that's right. what he should have done. There was no water at the place. Like, I mean, <laughs> I know water is important. Water so is like, important. But like, at that point, I would have been like, point, fuck this shit. I ain't sucking nobody's dick like, for no water. Fuck you, Billy, that you even <laughs> called me with yes. that request and I'm going home. But then also, That would have been the end. But if I'm done. If that is true, you also got to think about why is everyone so loyal to fucking Billy? What hold does Billy what have? Like, has? what is it so this about is my this? theory? Okay, right? okay. what is okay. your theory? First of all, I don't know if it was true that they asked him to do that. Right. And right. They, if they did ask him to do that, it was probably said in a jokingly manner. And right. It wasn't that yeah. He said he trying to. Hype do you know the... he's getting his own show. I saw that. What? Did about you what? See that? On on IG, he's Wait, getting what? his own show. The guy who's gonna go <laughs> suck for water. So, That's why he told that story. But this is part of my theory. Yeah. What happened? It's a bigger. In my opinion. They were all in on it, including him, mm. to get the notoriety that they're getting now. Mm. What? A shit show? Like, co- but, but co- remember, everything sells. Everything yes, in America everything. sells, whether it's good or bad. Bad publicity is good. I mean, you honestly. Know, right. Like, I, 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 don't, I don't believe it. I don't. I, don't when I watched it, I was like, this is not true. Mm. The reason why that man is so phony, first of all, he promised me $10,000. Mm. Who, the Here's, same guy? The same guy. Andy King said for to what? me. For, for said, the, to mm-hmm. myself and Ben, you guys have been really running the show here. I'm going to get you $10,000 more, is what he said. On top of the pay. That On top you... of the pay that we okay. were getting, right? Mm. 
on the documentary, he says he's known Billy since he was about 20, and he yeah. did the Magnesis parties and mm-hmm. stuff like that. When we were on the island, he was labeled Billy's gay godfather, mm. and he's known Billy since he was a kid. At least that's so what I was like told. So he's like family almost. Right, right, almost like family. Okay. So that's why he was there, and he's an event professional, and then, you know, I did my little Google search while mm-hmm. I was there to right. see who this to man see. was, because yeah. he was obnoxious to me from the beginning. Right. Mm-hmm. Nothing against the guy, because there's a bunch of obnoxious people. But when I saw that on the documentary, I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. You're a little skeptical. You're like, now I'm feeling like he really wanted to go do that. I don't think no one asked it. I think I he was. He prepared was, himself. He was probably like, I mean, listen, it's a great story. He's touchy feeling. Yeah. He, he, he looks like he's down to do anything. He's one of them guys Is that, that are older and they want to, you know. Yeah. They, do that. they, they objectify black men. Mm. In my opinion, is what I saw while I was there. Right. At least that's what I yes. thought. Right. So, I don't know. Wow, I mean. that is crazy. Okay, so I have, like, while I was watching the documentary and how everything was going down, mm. you know, I'm from St. Kitts. We have a big music festival that we put on every year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one weekend, but it's from, like, Thursday to Sunday. Mm-hmm. We have big, big acts. It's a small, smaller than the Bahamas, mm-hmm. small, small island. Mm-hmm. We're known as small islands. Mm-hmm. Um, we are able to put on an event at that capacity. We we put people in hotels. We have the top artists. We have the, like, why did nobody do any research? Did anybody, like, <laughs> I don't understand. It just bothers me that no, no. one thought but, this through. You're all, you're in a room with intelligent people. But, but my al- thing. But also if you're, mm. well, sorry, Joe. No, ahead. no, no, that's okay. And I was going to say from the, at least the Hulu documentary, they talk about Billy and his past or whatever. He's known for running all these fucking scams. scams. So in my head, I'm watching. I'm like, did he even do this with the intent of this being successful? Like, did he even he think, wanted did it he to- care enough? Because he's just in his mind already plotting. Like, okay, I'm just going to get the money from this person. It's a calculated move each time. He don't care if there's a fucking festival or not. He's like, I'm just going to make these connections, get this money, and on to the next. Because the way they were talking about it was, okay, he had scam number one in order to fund scam number two. And then that mm-hmm. funded scam number three. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like... Because they said mm-hmm. the point of the festival was to market his app. Yes. The Fire Festival app. Which was, the Fire app Which was a genius app. That's a great idea. That is a great idea. I was idea. like, this is amazing. Yeah. Wow. Whoever thought about it. Right. So the festival was all smoke and mirrors. First of all, he decided to use Jerry Media knowing the influence they have on social media. We know mm-hmm. how social media is. Mm-hmm. Yes. People influenced by the dumbest shit. Mm-hmm. Yes. Jerry yeah. Media, I think they even started off by doing memes. Memes. Those yeah. shit is, you literally copy and paste the picture. You can make a meme in paint. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> On the computer. Like, it's yeah, so anyone simple. Anyone can make a meme. Mm-hmm. So people fall for things so easily. He knew that people are gullible. You know, at least the people, I guess the people who attended, so to speak, or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, he knows people will feed into it. So and he's people, like, and once you throw some models in there and some, you exactly. know, this Instagram influencers right. in there, of course. Yeah. And you're saying, there's a festival where I could possibly right. hang out with Bella Hadid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I want to go. He's yeah. like, ooh, there's money in this. So in or his Kendall mind, Jenner. In his mind, he's like, is this scam going to be successful or not? Mm-hmm. And at that point in time, before... It went totally left. It was to him. He's like, okay, well, actually, my foot is touching soil on Mm -hmm. the Bahamas. I'm here. People are here. Mm -hmm. Cool. And then it was, and then the whole thing with the Pablo Escobar. He didn't. It wasn't even his island that they were able to use. Mm -hmm. He was told specifically not to use the name, and he used it. Used it as a marketing. They said, "Get out." Yeah. Right. Like, no, you're not going to use. And even when they were promoting the flyer, because Coachella does that, they were Mm -hmm. modeling it after Coachella. They used the flyer of like the map of what it's going to look like. Mm -hmm. They said the island wasn't even the real thing or something like that. Yeah. It was just a piece. It was a piece of (laughs) of the island. It was like Sandals Resort was right next to it, which it was. They photoshopped it to make it look like a private mm-hmm. island but right it was yeah. it was really connected to so i feel like his i his focus was more into the smoke and mirrors of it all than right. the actual yeah you know 
execution yeah. of right. it. Like, oh, he yeah. wasn't, he didn't care about that shit. Definitely. He's like, that's why I have y'all here. I don't so, care. one of the questions that we definitely wanted to ask was, in your personal opinion, do you feel um, that Billy McFarlane went in with this with the intent to scam? I don't know. Mm. It's really hard for me to answer that question, and I've been asked it many, many times mm. because I was on the ground. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I know that my intent was to put together this event, right? And everyone else that was working with us. Mm-hmm. From the look of it, you know, we would have our meetings and things, and I just it, I can't fathom how you can think of something so grand mm-hmm. and not want to put to, it together. Yeah, mm-hmm. and but it then, to be successful. Right. Yeah. But my thing is, if he went in, into this wanting to scam people, mm-hmm. he didn't get anything out of it because he didn't make money off of it. Right. Mm, he was literally gosh. getting money from this investor to do this and to do... He didn't get not one dollar off right. of this. So I, besides the experience on mm-hmm. the island of mm-hmm. them jet skiing and doing all these mm-hmm. other things, mm-hmm. I don't think he got anything out of it. So I don't... It's really hard for hard me to, to understand, say. like, how do you... What his motive... Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe, like, a thrill. You know how, like, people who are addicted to drugs, they just like that rush. So mm-hmm. maybe he just likes mm-hmm. the rush of knowing yeah. that he can right. do all this or... And, and having all these people after him, because, like, literally, we were all after him. Billy, we need this. Billy, we need yeah. that. And right. it was, like, mm-hmm. pulling him in 20 different directions. So was he in the trenches? Was he, like, working? Because from the Netflix, I thought he was just riding like, around on his partying. dirt bike. For yeah. Most, for the most part. That's Drinking. what he did? For the most part, he did a lot of that. There was a lot of partying. They would always have their own meetings. It was, <laughs> there was so there was what did we call it it was like the main house Mm -hmm. not the blue house that you see on the the documentary there was like this mansion where they stayed in Mm -hmm. it was him Grant who's also featured in the um, Mm -hmm. he did all the marketing Mm -hmm. and um, a couple of other people Samuel Cross who's also on the Netflix one Mm -hmm. and um, they would they were always there Mm -hmm. and it was like the I I, honestly I don't know Mm -hmm. it looked like a sausage yeah yeah sausage yeah Um, (laughs) honestly well it just seems like I think he didn't know that it was going to take off like it did. Mm-mm. And he it just got above got him, beyond him, yeah. him mm-hmm. that it just kind of escalated, escalated. He's like, I'm just going to go with it. I'm mm-hmm. just going to go. Like, yeah. you just get so deep into shit sometimes. you just like, yeah. oh, let like, me just Like, let see. me just tell people what they want to hear. Yeah, so and let's just see how far this goes. Right. And see what I can do with it. I'm too it. deep in already. So yeah. another question, since you, this is like a music podcast and everything. So can we talk about Ja Rule and his involvement? Right. So how? Because he, according to Ja Rule, he was hoodwinked <laughs> and swindled <laughs> and bamboozled, just like everybody else. Like everybody else. <laughs> right? He had no. But at the end of the Hulu documentary, he said that on the. I, I, uh, who I was, was interviewing him or yeah. on that radio show, but he said he was the mastermind. Like he was, he presented right. Billy with the idea of this, right? So like and then Billy is, executed it, right? And allegedly. Billy was protecting him when they yeah. asked well, him about ja even Rule at the end of the Netflix documentary when they had a, a staff meeting. And Jaru was on it, the conference call. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, we can't promise people things knowing that we can't give them. Right. That's fraud. Like, knowing that we can't give them these promises, but we're promising them this. And he's like, that's not fraud. That's false advertisement. And everyone's mm-hmm. like, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Yeah, same thing. Fraud. Same thing. Yes, exactly. That's, that's what I said. I think Ja was writing this white guy's because co- he because Billy was it. able to get into rooms and yeah, ja get, get money that Ja Rule couldn't get into. So Ja was like, okay, this is could be like, yeah, I can like make you money use off your of money. This. I'll use my music connection connects to make this happen. This is like a great partnership. So you do what you got to do to make yeah. this money happen, and I'll, and I'll do, do what, what I got to do, and I'll be the face, and I'll be like the music person. So it just sense because you know Billy obviously can reach people that Ja Rule couldn't. Right. Okay. So that's what I thought he was getting out of the partnership. He was like, oh my God, I'm about to be the next Diddy. I'm about to be the next yeah. Jay-Z. Like, this is my shit. Like, yeah. I'm about to pop. Yeah. So what do you think? Well, that, I, I agree. agree. You agree I agree. Mm-hmm. I do think that he, he didn't put a dollar 
into this because mm. I don't think he has the money. No, to, not to, at what all. What he been doing? Right. Right. <laughs> he had just came out of jail not too long yeah, before. Right after. Right after. You know, so that's it was true. like when I heard when I heard that he was involved, that's when my skepticism came in. Mm. Ooh. Okay. I was like, well, John ja Rule, but isn't he in jail for like a number of things? And I one of them know. was tax evasion, I think. Mm. Mm. Oh, what, was he in jail for tax evasion yeah. or something like that? Yeah, it was something with money. Something, yeah. I think it was something like, I don't want to say. Maybe. I don't know. I don't It was a couple things. Yeah. Something. But. I was like, you know, he just came out of jail, but you know, he's cool. You know, I was in high school when he was out, and it was he was yeah. like the thing. Like with maybe Ashanti he's trying and stuff. something. Yeah, why yeah. not? So, I always wanted to see him win after the whole like fifty cent too. thing. I want him <laughs> to win, so I wanted this for him. I mean, because when Jaru was big, he was big. Yeah, yeah. He I turn on the radio mm-hmm. and constantly hear his music. Yeah, yep. I want him to win. Yeah. yeah. So. You know, we we had a couple of meetings, and he was in a couple of these meetings as well, and he seemed very involved. You know, he would ask the right questions and things of that nature. I have nothing negative to say about him, per se, when it it came to the actual festival. Mm -hmm. What I'm upset about is Mm post-festival. They were like, he said one thing here, he said another thing there. It was like, it was all very conflicting. Mm -hmm. And then... I didn't see him trying to stick up for the people that actually worked. Mm. You know, he didn't, he didn't come, he didn't, I don't, it's it's just weird. You have all this influence. Mm-hmm. And because of your name, all of these other investors gave in, yeah. money. money. Yeah. Wow. Protect us. You know, yeah. we, we, you, if you feel like you were bamboozled, bamboozled yeah. or whatever he said, yeah. then join our fight right. and, and be a spokesperson for that. I saw him being a spokesperson for whatever was happening at the projects here in, in New York. And I mm. remember seeing that on Twitter. And I was like, so you're putting all your energy into that, which is cool. I don't... He's trying know. to deflect. Yeah. But yeah, like, come on, what about yeah. us? And he had a concert recently where he was just like allowing the audience to say, say, fuck you, Ja Rule. And you know, everybody, he says, just get it out one last time <laughs> so we can start this concert. Right. I saw that. Yeah, recently. Really? I think oh, he had a concert on Friday. And uh-huh. he was just like, just say, fuck you, Ja Rule. And like, let's get this over with. Yeah. Okay. Right. So that's interesting. So yeah. um, my big question is, can you talk about this? Are you part of the class action yes. suit? Oh, you are. So mm-hmm. you're waiting. You better be shit. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so you. So you you're still be. owed to this day a lot of money. A lot of money. You got to think about it. Not only what they didn't pay me, but the money that I spent. So there was a per diem yes. that mm-hmm. we had, which was about $75 per day, right. that we were going to be reimbursed mm-hmm. for whatever we needed to, to get. So mm-hmm. that... Plus water. So since we spoke about water earlier. <laughs> Evian. But forget forget about the Evian for the attendees. Right. Think about mm. the men that were working right. yes. from the island, all yes. these island workers yes. that need, you know, we yeah. need water. The Bahamian. Yeah. yeah. I literally would come out of pocket. And I'll tell you the number. About 6K out mm. of pocket from what I had been getting paid, mm. I put Just into getting water for these people because I would ask for water. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, yeah, go ahead, get it. And the, the water vendor, there's two water vendors on the island. Right. Mm. Remember, Resources re- re- are limited. Re- regatta, yeah. regatta weekend was already around the corner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they had secured all this water for that. So these vendors are giving me what they had secured for mm-hmm. that and trying to get it from somewhere else. Oh. And they're like, we're not giving you more water until you start paying for it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't have money to pay for what we owe you, yeah. but I can pay you for new water because I don't want these guys to be out here. Yeah, yeah. yeah working, without working without water. And you're on the ground with them too. So you know, exactly. you're seeing So if you need water, of course right. they don't need water too. <laughs> exactly. And the amount of water that I bought wasn't even enough, but it was an attempt to make sure that, yeah, you know, we, we had something. I, I wouldn't feel right working Dang. in a place and not taking care of the people that are working for me. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot yeah. of people did or get scammed. Yeah. yeah. And um, mm. like the woman... Who was feeding everyone? She also spoke Marianne. about how, yeah. yeah. She said she lost 50K. She lost a lot 50K, of money. But she made a whole lot of money. Oh, yeah, she did. Yeah. Oh, she did? They did a GoFundMe. Yeah, they did a GoFundMe. Oh. She made that like three times over. Like three oh, times I felt over, so yeah. bad for her, but Listen, she, take, she did that it from woman, them. Yeah. That woman 
Oh man, she deserves. Wow. She deserved that and more. Mm, she wow. worked. So her and the and the um, the cleaning company lady, right? Um, the, the clean. I don't think the cleaning company lady got any money because she wasn't on any other documentaries. Mm. But Jesus Christ, like. Yeah. yeah, she was what like, about, I was feeding what about people twenty four seven. Had the cooks wow. and everything, and then and then got yelled at for thing. Like it yeah, was, really? you know, it was dealing yeah. with these arrogant. I'm sorry, I'm about to go. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm feeding you, and you got the nerve to right. yell at me. Yeah. Wow. But these yeah. people, like, because all the people who were coming to the festival, presumptuously, we were assuming they have money, right? If they're mm-hmm. spending all that money for this luxury experience, some of those kids. I'm sorry. <laughs> when I saw some of them getting off the the cheese bus and then they're like oh my god I, I was laughing yeah. I laughed a little bit and I, I did too. I felt bad a little bit laughing because I'm like damn they really got bamboozled but they're just like oh my god yeah. <laughs> I mean when that like, that one kid said that girl burst into tears when she saw the tents mm-hmm. I was like well but you, you have to think about it like yeah you know we, we make fun of the rich people right, right, right. Right. and I but, felt I did but, but think yeah. about coming onto this island you've been sold this yeah. idea. And not only that, the drive from the airport to the location, it's not Exu- Exuma is not a pretty island visually. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful waters, mm-hmm. but it's very underdeveloped. So you're driving and you're like, okay, where's where the luxury? Going? What's yes. going on? Mm-hmm. All of the mansions on Exuma are kind of hidden. They're not right on the mm-hmm. road and there's one main road. Mm-hmm. So you go into this and you see all of that, it's like, oh my God, where, where am I? How am I going to get out of the here? The build up, you're just oh. like, okay, the, the, already air, getting... the airport is tiny. You know, right. so you yes. you know there's no there's not like all these flights going in and out. How do you get out? Yeah, wow. so it's it's scary. It is a very, I can very imagine. scary I can situation because even when I got there, when they were trying to when they took us out of the hotel and they were mm-hmm. like, okay, we're gonna place you in a house, mm-hmm. I was like, like what, what house are they gonna put me in? Yeah. You know, yeah. it has to be. And luckily, Ben and I we lucked out. We got you a got really, a house. we got a Airbnb. two bedroom, yeah. two bathroom nice. house to ourselves. It was great. Yeah. I saw some of the people got actual villas. Villas, yeah, yeah. Oh, like wow. there was a, the girl on there letting her place look nice. Yeah. Wow, like, oh, they were all in there dancing. I was like, oh. And okay. she was like, I feel so bad because yeah. I got a villa. And I was like, girl, you don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. <laughs> That's crazy. And those villas was on the other side of the island, too. Mm-hmm. So it was like even longer. It was more like an hour and an hour and a half to get to the site. Wow. So even though it was a beautiful villa, going Still. back and forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To the- yeah. So my question mm-hmm. to you, like, what do you learn from this experience going forward, moving forward into a next potential business opportunity or working with someone else? In a similar capacity, mm-hmm. what? How would you walk into the next situation? Um, I don't know. The only thing that I would do differently, okay, is I would listen to my gut. Mm. I would, I would, I would do what my gut is telling me to do. At one point, when I was on Exuma, and Mark Wilson, the guy that connected me with Mark Musters, mm-hmm. he actually was hired to do the event too. Oh, he okay. flew down there and he was like, this is not going to happen. He literally looked at me and mm. he was like, this is not going to happen. And he was like, Felix, book me a flight. I'm getting out of here. Mm. And I wanted to go with him. And but I should have gone, but I was mm. like, no, I can't go. Because you were committed. I'm committed. And that's, that's yeah. your work ethic, though. It's my work ethic. When you ethic. commit, yeah. you want to commit all the way through. Yeah. And you did everything you needed to You're do. Like, we can figure it out. I could do. Yeah. And he left, and I, and I remember him leaving, and I was like, damn, I should go. I, could, I still have time to go. I should go. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, didn't go. go. So that's the only thing I, w- I would do differently. Because, wow. I mean, honestly, like you even said before, having done event um, planning and producing for so long, it is unpredictable. Yeah. You don't know. It's unpredictable. You know? Like. There's things we we've dealt with when we were doing our you know Events, you just don't yeah. know what's gonna yeah. happen yeah. Yeah. yeah just try to figure it out yeah. as it hits you yeah that's and cool. um, in the vein of music festivals 
you lightly touched on this, but um, if you could plan your own mm. luxury <laughs> festival, if if all the money, the legit money, came <laughs> to you important legit <laughs> money <laughs> came to you, millions of dollars, and said, "Plan your own luxury festival." What would that look like? Okay, so when I was on my way here. Mm-hmm. My partner and I were talking, and I was like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to answer that question. Like, I don't know <laughs> if I even, because I don't like festivals. Yes. It's not really well, my no, be, thing. Well, no, answer honestly. It's not really like, my thing. I wouldn't even do one. <laughs> but as I've been sitting here just talking about it and thinking about it, mm-hmm. I'd probably do something to help the people. So it okay. wouldn't be a luxury festival per se. I hate the word, the word luxury, luxury, honestly, because okay. okay. luxury is just, it's whatever. Because at these festivals, if you want the luxury experience, you can get that. Mm-hmm. When, we went to, when we went to Coachella, Coachella. we... We had the opportunity to do the VIP pack, mm-hmm. yeah, passive. and we were exposed. So you have the option. You have the option. So it's up to you. I, yeah, I mean, I was kind of lucked out because my coworker knew somebody, and she yeah, gave we, us t- yeah. <laughs> but no, but the people but who so, want to pay for a luxury experience, you can mm-hmm. get that. You, yeah, this one. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to say. <laughs> but defining that word is, you know, it's, it's just lucid. It's, yeah. yeah, it's very lucid. So for me. I would do something for the people. I would do something, I don't know, some 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 type of charity work or something. Yeah. I, I, mean, they get back I can't give you an honest, like yeah. a full mm-hmm. answer of how I would design it or whatever, yeah. but it would definitely be something to give back. Right. Yeah. Or okay. something for the people of, mm-hmm. I wish we would have done something if this would have happened. Yeah. Like the first night would have been open to everyone on the island. Because you yeah. go oh, to this island, nice. yeah. these people, they don't have much. Yeah. They don't have yeah. much. They've never done any of this. So Yeah. And get yeah. to see those artists and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would have been nice. Yeah. That would have been. Like if, yeah, if this thing did actually happen because yeah. when night. I heard about the fire festival and heard like what it was supposed to be mm-hmm. I was like that's genius it, right listen. like if this really would have went through this yeah. would have been amazing dope. and you that's make what the I kept people feel like dope. they're one of them like they're one of the celebrities yeah. or yeah. whatever that's what I kept thinking about I was oh, like, yeah. if, this, like if, if we this can could... pull this through yeah my career is gonna, gonna be... yes why like, yeah it's gonna be great they're gonna hire me next month to start working on next season yeah that's what I saw and I can understand why you stayed because you saw like oh my god if this goes through yeah. This can take my career mm-hmm. off. So I don't, honestly, I probably would have did the same thing. I yeah. probably would have stayed mm-hmm. and like, you know, try to work it out. But I want to say one thing. Uh, I know our goal here, we always wanted to do like an independent artist music festival. Mm-hmm. Um, and watching that documentary, <laughs> it just like kind of opened my yeah. eyes to like, like what, ooh, ooh, what would go how into it. it. How many things you got to, just the small details. That yeah. Go think about. yeah, it's like, like a, you know, like a dream. You say something like, you know, yeah. oh, I, you know, I hope one day we can get to this level that way we can do it. I'm not saying it's impossible, but this just get, made it more realistic mm-hmm. to me and what is entailed mm-hmm. and, and what capacity and what kind of manpower, what kind of money we need, what kind of investors we would need. Oh, so yeah. it was kind of kind of like a, a thing for me mentally, like, mm-hmm. oh, wow, okay, this was like an eye-opener. Because I just thought, <laughs> yes. I was thinking of it, like, luxurious, and like, mm-hmm. oh, we could just mm-hmm. get a festival, have independent yeah. artists, throw them on the stage. They just and come throw them on the stage. <laughs> them on the stage. <laughs> yeah. right. I was just thinking of it, like, very yeah. loosely like that, but this really showed me what is entailed. And I, like, you know, kudos yeah. to all the different festivals, like mm-hmm. Broccoli Fest, Governor's yeah. Island, you know, um, uh, Coachella, yeah. you have the one in Austin, mm-hmm. you know, the Loud. yeah, there's a lot. Mm-hmm. So kudos to all those people. Like I have so much respect for you, you know, oh, yeah. like the event, yeah. you know, for you guys to put on all those things and to accommodate for all those yeah. people. It's like we just mm-hmm. show up and the show was going on. Right. You but don't we don't know what happens. And that's, how, and that's how you know that that festival is successful because right. you literally showed up and had a great time. Right. Yeah. You don't know what went into the security. Yeah. That's like one of the biggest things about yes. the festival. Security, security is so important. So yeah, yeah. It, it's a lot. So you did mention earlier too that you don't. Well, festivals aren't particularly your thing. So why? <laughs> um, 
So I don't know if this is gonna sound bougie. No, it's <laughs> fine. I want to be. Don't worry, I'm bougie. This whole thing, I'm, I, so I've never been to Coachella, right? But mm -hmm. if I do go to Coachella, yeah. I would do the luxury stuff. Okay, I, I think would, I think honestly, having experienced VIP, I, at least for me, I feel mm -hmm. like it was definitely a different experience. Right. Than not having it. Than not having it. Yeah. Honestly, I, I, especially I, in the heat. Whew. Right. Well, that that's <laughs> so I sweat like crazy. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna be out there sweating. You know, I've yeah. gone to a couple of festivals already. And yeah. I'm like, I've gone exhausting. to one with you. We yeah. had Broccoli Fest. <laughs> broccoli we went to this together, yeah. You know, the, the lines for food are too long. Yeah. For the restrooms. It's just, people stink. People, <laughs> people yeah. are sweaty. It's like, just, <laughs> That's why you have yeah. to be drunk or high. People get drunk. Right, right. Like, yeah. pick yeah. your yeah. vice or well, be both. Yeah. At Broccoli during. City. Uh, you <laughs> <laughs> broccoli. <laughs> I, was, I was tips. I was drinking. I, I was, was high. high. <laughs> he was high. He was high. I was drunk. So, you know, when you have those vices, you don't really realize what, is going What's on. going on, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, not just, it's not your thing. Yeah. It's, I'm it's, not, honestly, I'd rather small venue stuff. Festivals yeah. are exhausting. I honestly yes. can't say that I've committed to a full three-day festival. I feel oh. like I always no. go home no. at some point no. in time. And no. the thing for me when it comes to art, the artists, mm -hmm. right, I feel like, because I, I love music, right, mm -hmm. and I love to, like, dissect different artists and mm -hmm. kind of see them on a one-on-one -on -one, right. or like a more intimate venue. Right. It's like when you're in a festival, you can't connect with these people. Yeah. Uh, not, mm -hmm. Especially nowadays. Like nowadays people go to a festival to Instagram every moment. Yeah. Right. So they're not really enjoying the experience. Enjoying the experience. So I, yeah, yeah, I saw Cardi B. I've seen Cardi mm -hmm. B a number of times, yeah. but I've seen her only in festivals. I'd yeah. love to go to her review it's in different. Vegas and what she's going to be doing yeah. right there to kind of see her on a more right. personal or mm -hmm. something a little bit smaller. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's Just, funny that you met, no, no, mentioned no. that um, we had an opportunity to go to a Gold Link Grammy party oh, yeah, last yeah. year. And I want to say that experience was genius because when we got there, we had to put, put our phone. phone in a little pouch thing. Mm -hmm. And the whole night, the phone was locked. Yeah. So we were forced to interact with each other. Mm -hmm. We were forced to listen to the music mm -hmm. and just enjoy the experience. Mm -hmm. Like, if I can have that yeah. at any other yeah. event, I would invest in that because mm -hmm. I think that's genius because you're just able to live in the moment. Yeah. And I think yeah. we need to have more of those things. Mm -hmm. It's important that you say that, too, because I remember back in college, um, I don't know if they're a band sale, but the band Darwin. Wendy's. I went to go see them with our friend Chester. And when we went there, everyone has their phone out, has mm -hmm. their phone out. As the band is on stage, the drummer literally stopped drumming, tapped his drumstick like five times to get everyone to shut up. And then he was like, he was like, you guys have to understand that you're here for an experience. We work hard. We mm -hmm. rehearse and put all this time into getting a good show for you. We've done X amount of shows back to back. We need you guys to be here and be present. I promise you, please, like, just make a promise to us that mm -hmm. you will respect our the space that we're in. Mm -hmm. And it was in like a... I don't know, like a small, like, churchy... I think mm -hmm. it was First Unitarian. Was it First Unitarian? I think it was okay. First Unitarian. And so you're basically sitting on the stage next to the drummer as he's Yeah, like, we're right there. And it's yeah, like, you gotta right imagine, there. imagine being on the stage and you're looking out and all you see is phones. Yeah, yeah. like, are you people know? really paying attention to yeah, me? So he's are they? Exactly, yeah, he's yeah. like, why are we working this or hard Or, like, taking a picture and... Right. Posting yeah. and then mm -hmm. taking another yeah. picture and down posting. So ever since that moment, the moment the concert starts, I'll have my phone out, get my things, and I'm just like, okay, done. Mm -hmm. That's it. Wow. Because how many times are you really looking at this video? Yeah. yeah. Really. I, I just went to the Panic at the Disco concert because I love Panic at the Dope. Disco. I love, I love them. them. And I caught, we went together, I caught myself, um, I recorded a lot of it. Mm -hmm. And I look, and I, I like to look back at it, but I think about it, I'm like, damn, I want to go again. And like, actually, you feel like you weren't there. Yeah, I wasn't there. Yeah, because yeah. mm, you, know? you were that's recording. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. I try to record my like favorite songs. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, let me put my phone. Like, oh, I'm here. Let me take a picture. Oh, they're coming on stage. Okay, let me put my phone down. Let Enjoy me see what the they're moment. gonna do. Once I realize okay, ooh, this is my song. Let me mm -hmm. get, like, a verse. Mm -hmm. And I'll just take a video and I'll put it away and mm -hmm. I will post it or yeah. or look at it later yeah. and post it later. Because yeah. it, it is hard. Like, you know, just 
having your phone out the yeah. whole time is yeah you're not really paying attention I'm looking at my phone to make sure that the camera's in the right section right. and yeah. I can see yeah. and the lights in now I gotta change the lighting cause yeah. it's dark like you're, you're not paying attention not. at all yeah. I wanna yeah I like it like I like to say social media is one hell of a drug Ooh. it definitely is it is a hell of a drug so you have to you know take it wisely watching this document like well one of my other questions this well we can wrap up here too what is your opinion on influential you know the influential culture and how people yes. are just you know, that whole now thing. the models who were uh, who appeared in the promo video, like Chanel Iman and mm-hmm. Kendall, Kendall Jenner, Jenner mm-hmm. and and Bella, um, Hadid. yeah, Bella Hadid, Haley, um, I think. yeah, Haley, Haley Bieber. Now, right. oh, true, um, <laughs> she changed her last name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, she did. <laughs> of course, <laughs> <laughs> um, they're all being subpoenaed now. Right. So they have to talk about what they got in payment. You know, they have to release all that information. Um, so just what Joey said with all this whole influencer culture and, and their involvement, mm-hmm. um, like how do you feel about that? And do you feel that an influencer should be responsible for what they promote? Yeah, what they're influencing. So it's a two-part answer, right? Um, the whole influencer culture, I think the word influencer is overused. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think that now with social media and the access yeah. that everyone has, everyone yeah. wants to be an influencer, yeah. everyone Everybody thinks that they're an influencer. A, yeah, what people don't realize figure. is that the four of us here are influencers in our own right. right. I look at my social media numbers, and I've been doing this recently because mm-hmm. after the documentary came out, I've been getting all these new followers and mm. people that I don't know. Wow. So I, I go in, but even before this, I would go in and I'll see the impressions and all these things that I really don't understand. Mm-hmm. But the numbers were high, mm-hmm. at least for me. I was like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. these, these many people, like people look for me, people that are not even my friends come mm-hmm. onto my profile. Wow. Like this is really, if you really start digging deep and – you know, we've made it a thing to be an influencer and you have to have 10K plus 10, you know, yeah. 10,000 plus followers in order to be an influencer. But do you? No. You know, do you? Yeah. Are those, the, I probably reach more people than the person that has 10,000 followers. More quality right. people too. Exactly, more quality yeah. people that are actually genuinely interested right. in what it is that I'm putting out there. That makes, that's perfect. So, you know, the whole influencer thing is mm-hmm. like, uh, whatever, I really don't care. Right. Um, when it comes to what's going on with these models and them being held accountable or whether it's right or wrong. I'm a little perplexed when it comes to that for two reasons. One, you, you're you getting paid to do something. Yeah. Right? right. So here, you get $250,000 to post mm-hmm. this on your thing. Cool. That's that's it. That My yeah. only job is to post it. Mm-hmm. Yes. What happens out after this is none of my, you know, I could yeah, right? it's not my business. be like, whatever, I'm yeah. good. Let's go. But at the same time, thinking from a brand standpoint, if the curated vibes group brand is getting paid two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to promote something, I want to make sure that the people that are seeing that, the people that follow us, know that this is something of quality. Right. right. So, as a professional, mm-hmm. I'm gonna do my due diligence to make sure that this is legit. So that's why I'm a little perplexed because you can go both ways. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Do your yeah. research. Yeah. Um, do your research. Mm. Well. Felix, thank you so much you. for yeah. being on the show today. This was a very, you know, powerful conversation. I hope the listeners were able to get an inside scoop of, you know, behind the background of the Fire Festival. Uh, so before we wrap up, can you please, you know, we were just talking about social media. I know it's a little <laughs> redundant, but you know, if people wanted to get to know you more, or even interested in curative vibes, or mm-hmm. even would like to hire you, please, can you drop your your plug? Um, yes. So. I'm on Instagram. I think it's the one that I check the most. Okay. Um, and that would be Felix underscore Vargas, V-A-R-G-A-S. I have a lisp, so you're probably going to hear that. 
That's why. Yes. And then uh, Curated Vibes Group. So it's just at Curated Vibes Group on Instagram as well. You can reach out mm-hmm. through either platform. Yay. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I learned so uh, much. I right? feel like I got the insights. I know, right? Yes. <laughs> As you were telling the stories, I'm like, okay, now we, we just landed. Okay. And then uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> no, oh, really? I mean, I don't know if I could say this on here now. Yeah. But you know that the Hulu one was supposed to be a docu-series. So oh, I filmed, really? I filmed what about six, seven hours for Hulu. Oh, wow. Literally from beginning to end, I sat in that chair and just gave my what? entire story. And I think that they were trying to get it out before Netflix got yes. theirs out, so they just condensed it to an hour. They and a half. did. And the narrative of the Hulu one was going to be completely different. different. I can't talk about it, but it was something Again. that. It was wow. not what you saw. And when it first came out, I was upset. And mm. I even emailed the producers. I was like, this is not what, <laughs> what you told me yeah. how we were going to be yes, doing or whatever. Right. And then I literally watched it like four times. And I was like, it was actually kind of good. So <laughs> yeah. I mean, right. it was because like us having not known that, you right. know, we got what we needed yeah. for the most part. Well, I felt so. both. I felt both presented different information. Aspects, mm-hmm. yeah. Which this. is why I watched both. Yeah. yeah. It was interesting to see. For anyone yes. who didn't watch it, though, Hulu first and then Netflix. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So Definitely. now I'm going to watch it. That's Netflix how I watched time. it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder if they'll use that footage in something else. Or is this, like, stale now? I wonder. I don't know. Hmm. I don't interesting. know. I want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's so much I more. I would like for them to release it or give it. I'll buy it. I don't care. Just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let me get was, the footage. Just let me get it. There was yeah. so much, yeah. so many underlying things yeah. in this festival that, you know, obviously none of the films, t- uh, documentaries touched on. So, yeah. Maybe they'll make a movie. Maybe. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm thinking like it should be like exactly could be a producer. I, I, think, right? they, I think they could keep a series going. Yeah, they could. They, really yeah. they did it with, well, not to bring him up every episode, but the whole R. Kelly thing got a docu-series. Like, right. this is important. Listen, like, we, just, we just finished watching that yesterday. It's a lot. Uh, it's a lot. We had a whole episode for I it. We're like, oh. I, I listened to it this morning. Yeah. Oh, you did? <laughs> that one and, and, and the last one, too. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, that <laughs> was listening. a tough one. Thank you for Thank listening. You. All right, well, we got to wrap, <laughs> wrap up. Yes. So, yes. Okay, so it's been Views from the Chicks. It's T. It's Joey. And Kwana. We out. Bye. Peace.